Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I am your host, Corbin, with my co-host, Tate. And today we have a very, very spicy guest on your president, Mr. Hangry. Thanks for having me. It is a true honor, Hangry. It is a true honor. Thank you. Thank you. I can't believe we have officially had the president on our podcast. This is and this, this is, is the official first <sighs> podcast that we've actually met the person in real life. That's true. Yeah, we had a great in real life encounter. Um, shout out to the ruler and the dude. Um, yes. They were also with us. So much fun. So I'm I'm excited for this. Me too. Feels like family, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. So, so this is where the the Olive Garden sort of analogy <laughs> keeps coming back into play. It just, it just, it's just going to keep coming back. For sure. Unfortunately, we're are... nope. <laughs> I was about to say, unfortunately, <laughs> we're out of salad breadsticks. But yes, we have finally officially dropped our website, and that will show everything that you'll ever need to know about the Alt Kings on it, especially with our merch, and there'll be perks with purchasing merch from us towards our future NFT project that we host down the line. A lot more merch to come. Merch. Yes, indeed. I, I, I saw the website. It looks very clean, very professional. I'm proud of you guys. It looks great. Thank you very much. Maybe was, next time uh, I come on, I'll be wearing an Alt Kings hat instead. You know, Zesty. <laughs> Hopefully we get, I, I got one. So the day I launched the website, I actually got one order of three hats Nice. From somebody I have no clue who it is. Corbin. No, no, no. It no. Based, based out of North Carolina. I'm not saying names, nothing like that. But whoever you are, if you watch the All Kings, we very much so appreciate you. Reveal That's yourself. Awesome. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> like uh, you yeah, you killed it, Tate. That was that was 100% Tate's brainchild. He's uh, quite skilled at UX design on websites, so. Well done, sir. Indeed. Very well Thank done, you sir. Very much. Congrats, guys. All right, let's get back on topic. Hangry, hangry, hangry. <laughs> what do we got going on? <laughs> what do we you? What are you doing? Who are you? Who are you? What are you doing? Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> that's, that's a GIF on my Discord. Yeah. So, um, I will just give a little background about myself. So sure. I, I am in real life a healthcare provider. I'm a PA. And in 2013, I graduated from PA school and I've been, I've worked in orthopedic surgery, cardiology, internal medicine. But the thing is, when I was in school, I've been a digital artist for over 10 years just because I love it. I love cartoons and everything. When I was in school, I started drawing educational like cartoons and comics to teach medicine. And my classmates saw it, they, they really liked it. So I started a website and a couple of years later, I did a Kickstarter campaign to start like, uh, to publish a book on, on the artwork. So that Kickstarter was successful. And then I, I started like publishing more books. And so my, my, my web two business is called Medcomic. And that's used in schools. I, I actually, when I jumped into cardiology, I wrote and illustrated a textbook. It's like this big 300 page textbook, which all with all the pages with cartoons and stuff about how to explain EKG interpretation, which is like when you put the electrodes on your chest and it reads out the rhythm of the heart. So it's, it's an academic level thing, but if you've seen my artwork, it's very cartoony and stuff. It's like a textbook 
academic level, but with those types of illustrations. So it's very interesting, something really unique I'm proud of. And um, that's sort of like my background of where what I've done uh, before jumping into crypto. And when I learned about crypto a little about a hmm, maybe a, a little over a year ago, it definitely caught my attention because of all the artwork going around and, and me being an artist. I'm like, well, this is very unique, different. Like, how do I get involved in this? Right. So that's that's where I, uh, the beginnings of me becoming hangry. Getting hangry. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. What kind of inspired that journey into illustrating your own books and stuff? Obviously, over 300 pages, which is can take quite some time. Yeah, for sure. That was that was a big sacrifice to write a textbook. And that, yeah. <laughs> um, to say the least, I mean, you have to. It, there's a lot of responsibility because you want to make sure that what you're, excuse me, putting in the book is accurate. You know, yeah. you're teaching future healthcare providers. Factual. So, yeah. so it, I would be in the library every day and I'd have 20 books spread out in front of me and I'd be cross-referencing, researching and, and making sure that the essential information is in the book. And then as the, as I read each section of like a textbook, it would just go into my brain and I'd be like, how do I explain this in a bite-sized cartoon type of thing? And so you take it one page at a time, one critical piece of information at a time, and then it adds up into a book. And that took me like a year and a half of like intense work. Um, and, and I was a little unsure about myself. So I was actually working, I think, in, yeah, I was in internal medicine at the time. And while I was writing this cardiology book. So then I'm like, you know what, I'm going to actually change careers into cardiology, which is like the study of the heart. I'm actually going to become a cardiology PA, learn electrophysiology. So I actually went into the subspecialty, which is um, rhythms and uh, arrhythmias of the heart and everything. So I actually got a job in the hospital working with an electrophysiologist. I worked there for two years <clears throat> about. And by, by then, I was like a super expert. So I actually revised my entire textbook based on my knowledge. It's almost like I used myself as a reference to make sure the information was up to date. And I, yeah. and I republished it with like a second edition. Um, so that, that's just that book. But, but what inspired me with my artwork was me as a kid watching cartoons and Disney cartoons. Um, I always talk about Ren and Stimpy because I've always loved that art style. Um, I love all the weird facial expressions and the close-ups and the animation style in general. So I, I, I'm not saying like my art is super emulative of, of that art style itself, but it's, it's, I love it. It's, it's what inspired me. And uh, aside from that, ideas. Yeah. sparked ideas. Yeah. You, you yeah. take ideas and styles and things and colors, like colors are a big part of art, obviously. Um, but other than that, there's a webcomic called Penny Arcade. And around 2009, that's a video game webcomic around 2009, I learned about it and I loved the art immediately. And I, that artist, his name's Mike Krahulik, he would post videos of him actually making the artwork on a Wacom tablet. And I'm like, how do you do this? How do you make this? You know, because it was new to me. I was younger. And I researched where to buy the hardware, the software. And I just copied his setup, basically. And then I started playing around with it. So it was around 2009 where I started my digital art journey. 
and it took, you know, a lot of practice to yeah. kind of get to a point where you're confident with your artwork. And so those are my inspirations and, and that's sort of my journey as, as an artist, which, which I'm really proud of. Back in 2009, were you investing into crypto? <laughs> no. 2009, how old was I? Um, 2009, I was probably maybe a senior, in, junior, senior in college or something. I, I didn't know anything about crypto um, until last year. so that was so how did i learn about crypto is when when i heard on the news that facebook changed its name to meta and i I saw it on the news i'm like what is what does that mean why did they do that and i went down a rabbit hole and i learned about the crypto associations and watched a ton of youtube videos eventually i got to lehman's harvard talk on youtube (laughs) somehow a great and episode. I watched that video and I'm like, this Lehman guy is onto something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, funny it was, because for he, sure. when I watched that video, it was like, oh, this was posted four years ago. And I'm like, wow, this is not new information, but it's still extremely relevant. Yeah. And and I was watching and I'm like, well, I wonder what all these students are doing today. Like, did they jump into Hedera? I hope so. Uh, because I am. And so I, I jumped into Hedera um, after hearing Lehman talk, actually. That's that's what convinced me. Um, that guy is very special. And um, I, even I'll, I'll even say it's he's very special, even though when I jumped in, HBAR was like 35 cents. And I'm still like, that guy's a genius. <laughs> Today, dollar cost at average cents, though. You know? I don't dollar cost average. I'm like, give me some H bar now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the train rolling. Yes. So, so your project. Let, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so my project, you want me to talk about my project? Oh, well, I think Corbin had. A well, question. yeah. So, so to, to give some context for the intro, I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted you oh, to give yeah. an overview of be- your, <laughs> give an overview of your campaign and uh, right, right. how you were elected Mr. President. Mr. President Henry. Sure. Thank you. So that's probably pretty strange to people. I have, have no idea what, what we're talking <laughs> about. But part of my NFT project is that I'm running for, well, I was running for president of the United Hashgraph of Planet Earth. It's a, a new government. It's technically this is a Web 4 project because we're going way beyond Web 3 here. We're making something special. And Number four is sort of like a symbol of the campaign. It's very, it's a number that's very special to me. So four, four, four is a running campaign slogan for us. <laughs> and what I want to do is just inspire uh, Hedarians to be proud of the network and also bring more eyes onto Hedera through the project and through my presidency. So I'm going to enact initiatives to make sure Hedera is seen by the world that the artwork is top quality and with being a president you know there's a lot of responsibilities you make a lot of connections a lot of networking so i'm trying to make sure that the connections i make are all for the benefit of the united hashgraph of planet earth and hedera as well so so in a sense this is a community effort um i've got to give a lot of credit to binks from pixel Land. Because honestly, what, what happened was that 
I was just on Twitter and she tagged me in a, a Twitter post. I, I don't even remember the Twitter post, but she wrote at uh, Hangry for President. And what? it started off like this meme and it was just a random thing. And I, I paused and I'm like, you know what? That's genius. I, I should run for president. And at the time, my project had nothing to do with a presidency or a government or anything like that. But she had me pivot the entire project and I started assigning roles in Discord to people to be on the cabinet and everyone was having a lot of fun with it. So I rolled with it, you know, and it actually makes a lot of sense in a Web3 context because we talk about DAOs and community and how important all that is. So in a sense, it makes a lot of sense to have a government that's kind of funny, like a meme type of thing. And I embraced it. So, so a lot of people call me Mr. President online and stuff like that. And I'm not going to let you down. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) We've been a supporter since day one, sir. Vice president is Panda from Crypto Pandas. He's, he's his, also uh, vi- he is also vice king in our Discord. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's great. I really enjoyed the the podcast you guys did with him. That was that was really fun. We appreciate yeah. it a lot. Yeah. You know. mm-hmm. So I don't know if that makes a lot of sense to people that don't know me or the project very well because it's just so we're so used to it. But but it's to- fun. It's just funny. To add so to add some more context to it too, yeah, I actually yeah. remember that Twitter post. So there was somebody okay. from, I believe it was the actual Hedera Foundation that was essentially doing a a bracket style like um, you know how they do in basketball where like yeah. there'll be brackets of like who ultimately wins the tournament, whatever. March Madness, yeah, 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 the March Madness brackets, exactly. So essentially, he would put like four projects, and based off of popular vote, they would move on to be like. Mm. the ultimate most popular project and Binks hopped in when um when he was up for his bracket and was like you know what you should just run for president forget this forget all these other candidates you should just run for president angry <laughs> it's like Binks you're a mad woman i love it yeah she's awesome there there was a time where even random accounts were like pitting projects against each other and like oh vote for this project and stuff and it was weird. <laughs> Vote for Hangry. 444. Yeah. I'm surprised bots didn't infiltrate they, they the voting did. system. Oh, they, they did. did. 100%. The winner was botted. <laughs> yeah, the winner was botted, and then they, they said, oh, you know, we're sorry about that. Uh, we we had no we ties. Re- we renounce our win, and, and HGAF punks won, I think, or something like that. Yeah, they got impeached before they even entered the <laughs> office. <laughs> it's the Watergate yeah. of Web 3.0. Yeah. It's kind of weird how I know about like everything that's happening on Hedera Twitter. Like I'm like I know that. Yeah, I remember that. You know, I'm plugged in. Hey, it's important history, man. Yeah, yeah, I so. mean, as pres- as president, you need to know this kind of stuff because there's going to be an true. IQ test at the end, which I don't think they do anymore. <laughs> but you know, this is, is the macroeconomics that you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's been fun it's it's been a wild ride so i started working on this project january the first week of january that's when i decided okay you know what we're gonna make a project on hedera because i i mentioned like learning about crypto from like my rabbit hole thing um that was in 2020 yeah like summer 2021 i started researching but by the time i um 
the next couple months was actually me experimenting with Ethereum. And I bought a few NFTs on Ethereum. And the first thing I noticed was like, wow, every time I buy something, there's this gas fee. Like, what is that? Why am I being charged 40 or more dollars or sometimes a hundred dollars to, to do something? And I, and one thing that really frustrated me was like, I had this cheap NFT. It was maybe worth 20 bucks. And then if I wanted to sell it, it costs more to sell it than just to hold it. And I'm like, you know, this is bullshit. I guess, you know what, let me do some more research. And then I, um, yeah. (laughs) And then I, I, then I learned about Solana. And so I jumped into Solana. And and so all of this is me as a collector. And because I'm fascinated with the art side of everything. I'm like, I understand, I understand that art is being valued here. And I found that super interesting that people were valuing art and, and valuing where the art came from. So there's, say a serial number or a token ID or whatever, it's on the, um, it's on the blockchain in that um, category. So, so I, I found it really fascinating that people were valuing where art came from, that it actually came from a creator and that copies were, were worthless because it's not on, you know, it's not what the blockchain says. You it's, can't copy this, an NFT. There's this, there's this consensus yeah. that every, everyone agrees this is the original. So that's what really fascinated me as an artist. Um, but anyways, Ethereum didn't make sense to me just as a noob. I'm like this, why would I do this unless I'm rich? So I went to Solana and the, the fees were more reasonable, but, and, and I was actually really excited about it for a while. I'm like, eventually I want to do a Solana project probably. But what I found was that I couldn't break into the community. It seemed like everyone Mm -hmm. was, it was like going to high school and you moved and you went to, to like 10th grade and everyone was already in their clicks. That's the way I felt at least. And I couldn't really connect with anyone. So I collected a few NFTs, sold a few NFTs and I liquidated and left. And I'm like, ah, it's, I mean, it's, it's cool, but whatever. And then um, my mind started churning again and I'm like, but I still want to be a part of this. There's like yeah. artists taking off on crypto and I'm an artist. So I looked into Cardano because um, the founders, is it Charles Hopkinson? Is that, am I right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he is very eloquent, seems like a smart guy. And I looked into the network and there's, I think they have jpeg.store as their, one of their top marketplaces. I was like browsing that and I'm like, oh, you know what? This might be a good place for me to put artwork. But then that's when I found Lehman. <laughs> and so, so then I found Lehman and I'm like, oh shit. Like, okay, let's, let's go to, uh, Hedera, I, I bought a couple of NFTs. I'm like, you know what? Let's just start here. Because what I realized was that Hedera was in its infancy. And yep. me coming from, I, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur and, and I just saw opportunity there to establish a community and grow as an artist. So that's that, that was my, my vision. Also, on all these other networks, they had already established sort of blue chip projects. So Ethereum... Um, Solana, even Cardano had like Chill Kongs or something like that. I forget the name, but they were like sort of a board ape t- uh, inspired project. And so I'm like, okay, so they have their thing already. But in Hedera, NFTs were just starting out. So I also felt like, oh, here's an opportunity to like make a brand and put some artwork out there that I think there might be a demand for in the future since, yeah. since NFTs haven't taken off yet. Uh, when I when I really got into Hedera, the wallet uh, exact had just broken. So 
So I actually got in right when everyone was at their worst. They didn't have anything to do. And I was just like looking for an NFT to buy. I didn't know how to buy it. I was like going to Discord to Discord, like, how do you buy an NFT? I wanted a I wanted a H Barmery helm. <laughs> that was like one of the ones I was like hunting for. And it felt yeah. like, how do I get an H Barmery helm? Um, my first actual Hedera NFT was a Jolly Lama. That was that was my first um and I and I, I minted it into a Walla wallet, which I don't use anymore, but but they've they've been along uh, around for a long time. Now now we use generally hashpack for our NFT yeah. you know stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was Jolly Lama and then I was hunting for an H Barmery helm and I eventually found one on Discord. And someone did this trade with me, which I was like, okay, let's do it. And and then it just spiraled from there. I th- it was very special to feel like buy an NFT to me, to like hold an NFT and then and be like, oh, I'm part of a community now. I think yeah. <laughs> they don't know me, but I think this is like sort of a gateway into a community. It's a key so, to the club. Because I when I bought when I bought NFTs on Ethereum and Solana, I didn't feel like I had bought something that that I was a part of the community. I just felt like I was holding an NFT. Uh, even and I still felt like an outsider, so that's the difference. Yeah. Personally, what what I felt with Hedera was when I bought an NFT, I was connecting with the creators directly. I, yeah, I could talk to them, and and I felt like okay, this feels real. So let me keep going. You know. And the problem with like Ethereum and Solana's communities, like yes, they are a community, but there's no community like. There's no community infrastructure there to like make it feel like you're a part of something special, you know? That's what that's it's, exactly. It's yeah. very saturated, but it's also there's not a lot of like true unity when it comes yeah. to like any sort of like connection to feel some sort of like of connection towards these other people in the space. Yeah. You're kind of all there kind of just trying to do your own thing. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot, too, because like I've been I've been in a couple ETH NFTs and like trying to like interact with everybody there and trying to see like some common people. But it's kind of hard to like really find people that you can really just click with and then you can, you know, go from project to project with. So, for instance, like on HBAR, I mean, most of the people are in literally everything. So yeah. like some of the, like a lot of the OGs like Leo and Bones and I mean even like Monkey and like some you know just tons of people it could be here for an hour listing people yeah, yeah. you're gonna see them across like every project and like usually if you're trying to look for somebody you can just keep hopping into different projects and they're usually in one just talking to a bunch of people it's cool it's, it's, and, it's and neat another to see. plus about that is like Twitter like you're going to try mm-hmm. to find a new project through Twitter you're gonna see that they're followed by everybody else that you already follow so it's just like a hand in hand things like the community already has infrastructure and it's a very tight knit place where you're able to grow and get along with everybody fairly well. Yeah, yeah I agree. And the cool thing that I'm, I've also noticed is the OGs from Hedera have continued to build and they're building a lot of nice tools. So you're, you feel like the whole thing is growing with them. It's not like they were there for a long time and left or it's like you're seeing turtle moon tools continuing to expand and, you know, MRAC from HBAR space is building, um, you know, there's hash tools, there's a lot of newcomers like NFT building marketplaces and launch pads. And it's, 
it, it's hard to keep listing things because you're going to leave people out. But there's there's so many people that have been there for the longest, and they're 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 adding so much value. So yeah. I, I've seen that, and that's so cool. I'll, you know, Zeus uh, as well. <clears throat> that that's that's like a pillar hash pack. Those those are things, but like I remember when oh this is interesting when Zeus came out um, the first time, you, I was the first person to make a purchase on Zeus. That's fact, and everyone was afraid. Everyone was afraid because they're like, "What is this? Is it is it going to wipe my wallet?" <laughs> I'm like, "Whatever." I connected and and uh, and, they, and I bought. Um, it was a a cat from from oh hash cats and, and i remember uh it was uh crypto dad x3 he was the seller so that's that's history right there that is history. very much so crypto dad is another historic individual as well in the space he's yeah. funny yeah he's in he's the hilarious server a lot, yeah. that's insane yeah. you're basically the guy who classified whether or not it was a rug or not yeah, I mean, I tested the, the platform. Yeah, you tested the water. Technically, I, I remember getting like the invite to do the testnet um, purchases and stuff. And I did that and I was impressed. And what we were looking for was like a Magic Eden type marketplace for Hedera. And Zeus has filled that space for us, which is nice. Yeah. And you also had Hash Guild and st they're still active, obviously. Um, they've released their second version or iteration of, of their platform. Um, but it seems like the community has more focused on Zeus marketplace so mm -hmm. far and, but it's good to have competition and, and, and I hope hash gold continues to grow and everything. Oh, come on. You don't miss blindly trusting people with your NFT by discord See, trains. I, I missed that. I, I wasn't there for that. Cause by the time I got here, oh. I think, I think secure trades were a thing on. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. No, so, that was, that was a very interesting time. And, <laughs> It was really funny, too, because like if anybody got ripped off immediately like that word spread like oh, really? wildfire about who was ripping people off. Wow. So then they would get banned from like everything and they would have to <laughs> you know figure out a way to you know damage control and stuff like that. But it was really cool to see like the trust aspect of that. And that's yeah. that's another thing that I think really reinforces people's sort of love with HBAR is those people who have went through those times of where like you, you literally just had to hope that, you know, if you send somebody an NFT or some HBAR that they were going to send you what yeah. you were owed <laughs> and it just built up a lot of trust and you, you make a lot of friends that way too. For sure. So yeah. it's cool. It's that. really cool. Yeah. But even, even though that sort of blind trust factor is gone, it still feels cool to do a secure trade because you do still have to DM each other and come to an agreement and say, here's the code. And then you copy and paste the code. So there's still that personal touch to it, even when it's not blind trust. Um, and I got to experience some of that with my golden banana coins. So the, the golden banana coins are an NFT that serve as like a VIP pass slash whitelist token for the Hangry Barboons project. And I, I gave them all away for free. And there's still a couple left. I have a few just for giveaways and stuff, but the, the goal has been to give them all away. And I had to DM everyone to do that, you know? So that's something I hear Brandon from Pixel Rug talk a lot about because he has had that sort of handing off of the Pixel Rug to other people situation and it does add 
an extra touch to the whole thing because you know you're dealing with a human and uh, so and usually you can tell like that it's it's a genuine process and everything so you're right you know the the whole peer to peer thing makes has made a difference in the growth of the community yeah yeah which we pers- will be giving away one of those tokens so yeah so you heard it here we, first <laughs> we're going to be giving away well the alt kings will be giving away a golden banana coin. Yeah. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. It's, you'll be it's, minting. It's, you'll be. I'm sorry for interrupting, but you'll be minting soon, correct? Yes. So uh, let me go back a little bit. I my the first NFTs I ever minted were something called the Hangry Heads. So those are 14 NFTs that have been minted already, and they're like this super elite little class of nfts that uh that they get to be at the top of my discord server special colors and they get like extra special care they're all listed Uh, for a million h bar not even kidding (laughs) but i think they're it's a significant thing to say as an artist this is my first artwork that i minted um um, you know uh, on the hashgraph and there's only 14 of them and thanks to h bar space that's a service they have that I'm able to token gate them in discord. So you can get your roles and, and everything. And then you can create a token gated channel just for the holders. So I have like an alpha channel for the hangry heads and I'm, I'm actively trying to figure out, well, what can we do with the hangry heads? Because they're this very special category of NFTs, my first artwork, you know? So I have those 14 NFTs. They will also function as a, a whitelist token for the hangry barboons. Um, and also get each of the NFTs will earn a free mint as well. So there's there's uh, some other perks that that are involved, but that that was my first mint, right? The Hangry Heads, and then came the those were fourteen. Then there's the Golden Banana Coins, which are a beautiful NFT made in collaboration with H Bar to the Moon. So H Bar to the Moon is is a guy that's known for coin making because he's got his H2C coins that he's done like Lehman coins and like a bunch of ridiculous detail too. Like you can see ridges and textures and scratches and stuff in them too. It's just, it's crazy. It's great. So that, that, um, that collaboration was really awesome. Like I, I sent, we, we started DMing each other and, and he was super flexible and would send me updates. And then I'd give maybe some, some pointers of like little changes I wanted to make, but it was like a fully customized 3d dot GLB file coin where you can manipulate it even within the hash pack wallet, or if you wanted to put it into like spatial gallery and, and walk yeah, you, around it. You so, can use uh, AR too, to actually put AR, it like yeah. in front of you. IRL, that coin so just speak. came out like it looks beautiful. I, I love the way it came out, and we also got to take advantage of the new HIP protocol, the HIP four twelve multi file NFT. So when you list a golden banana coin, you got that like primary image that's a still PNG file or wherever JPEG. I don't know, but it's a still file. And then below within the NFT, you have this three D file that you can manipulate and play with. So that's another unique thing about Hedera NFTs. Um, that we took advantage of. I'm, yeah. I'm really happy about that. So, so each golden banana coin for the mint will allow a max of four angry barboon mints if you wanted to. 
Um, wow. and they're, and they're stackable. So some people have been getting extra golden banana coins to mint more hangry barboons in peace. You know, some people that, are, that have like 20 coins. I'm like, y'all are wild <laughs> now here. Yeah. That's, it's pretty insane. So they know the potential behind hangry and his artwork <laughs> and his project, you know, I mean, if they want to be whales, by all means, let them. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hangry. The, the real question is, how does it feel to finally dethrone the ghost? Uh, what was it? The, the, the ghost, the ghost pass in terms of a whitelist token that has gone absolutely absurdly high in price. <laughs> It's about time, probably from those derivative ghosts, not derivative ghosts. Yeah, the ghost passes. Uh, I'm going to be honest, the like Dead Pixels is a huge inspiration for me and my project because they're doing exactly the right thing, in my opinion. They're creating a, a really uh, high-end brand around like fun art and and then they created these ghost passes, which are essentially VIP passes. Uh, as of today, you know, when we're talking, we don't, we're not sure exactly the utility behind them and stuff like that. But, but I trust Will Way, Ray, and Raph. Like I've been, in, I've been involved in the project as a, a fan since the beginning, and they are so smart and creative, and they're coming out with creative things every day with with that project. So I'm definitely a collector and fan of that project, and and I and I take a lot of inspiration like kind of how they're executing their project because they're, they're all about branding and, and making people feel good uh, holding the project. And they're making a lot of connections in crypto too. They're, they're, they're like their ghost tentacles are going out <laughs> and, and making like big moves. So I'm proud of them. I, I love them. Um, but the, the, their ghost pass isn't a whitelist. Um, pass as of right now i mean maybe that could change in the future but but i think that's something probably that's driving some of the frenzy around the golden banana coins is that it guarantees you a mint right because because we've seen a lot of projects that are um, in high demand and it's just like this free-for-all maybe some of the mints get botted other people get errors and then it's and everyone's sad you know except for the lucky few so My my thinking behind this was just I, I want the people who really want uh, an NFT to get one. So mm-hmm. then I did some research. We actually, when we went out, we talked about this in real life. Like, what do you think is a fair amount of NFTs to mint per whitelist? You know, and and uh, Deruler was like four. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, that makes sense. So so it is four. Um, and, and I actually cross-referenced that with other community members and everyone seemed cool with like three or four. So um, I just want people to be happy, right? Because in a sense, you're you're creating a project and delivering it over to the holders, and yeah. then it's it's really up to the community. I mean, the founder has a lot of responsibility, but it's also the community effort to make this continue to grow and explode, and then bring other eyes into Hedera. Um, if everyone is quick to flip and drop the floor price and then move on to the next thing. Um, it's not going to accomplish the goal I had, which was to create like this big brand and, and continue to bring masses over. But it's great uh, merch. It, I might add great merch. Yeah. You know, yes. but, but it's, it's a community effort. So if, if this doesn't become the big thing that I want it to be, then in a sense I have failed, you know, my vision for the project. But uh, what I want is, 
like to create something that's special and that brings more eyes to Hedera. And I, and I know other projects say the same thing, right? Like it's a common goal, but um, we're not there yet uh, in Hedera. We're we're still small, so there's work to be done if we if we want Hedera to become like a top blockchain, you know, hash graph. So it, it's a work in progress. And yeah. I, 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 this is something I'm sort of working on alone. The team is me. I mean, but, but there's also the mods, you know, in Discord, which I value a lot. And they're doing awesome, keeping people in, informed on what the current, you know, details of the project are. So I appreciate the mods a lot. Like uh, we got Crypto King and Lori and um, uh, King Leo and Amrak. They're mods on my server. They, they're awesome. Uh, but creatively and, and the vision is all from me, you know, so it, the, the goal is hopefully that this continues to take off and then I collab with others and, and, and I'm collabing with people already. I mean, we got Turtle Moon, that's the launch pad and there are, you know, they've got the tech that is really letting me leverage um, that platform and then and take off. Like I respect all the projects on the Turtle Moon launch pad. That's what, um, aside from patches and Renly and all that, but they, that's one of the things that attracted me to that launch pad was like, we got um, really nice projects on there already. So I wanted to be a part of that. And, um, and I've mentioned HBAR space that they've got the token gating and they've got a lot of other things coming like staking and whatever gamification. So I'm excited for all that technology to continue emerging. And then I leverage whatever resources I can get, right? Cause it's, it, you got to collab with people. If, if, yeah. you, if I if if I just do this on my own, I'm just drawing art, which is fine because I'm very confident about the art I'm making. But I want to expand and and grow the project, so it's 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 a work in progress. Where do you I see think, the future of Hangry? I keep interrupting you, Corbin. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. My, mine's really really quick. You go. So, yes. Okay. So so I think we we know uh, why you actually chose Turtle Moon Tools. Oh really? Is there a the CZ V two is going to be minting on TMT coming soon? That's part of it. I mean, I'm a huge CZ fan. So Vicente, um, one of the first times I heard him speak, I was like, "This guy, I like his point of view because he he spoke his mind, um, and he was." you're doing like a lot of commentary on current issues in Hedera when I first heard yeah. him. And I'm like, that's, that's, he's also very down to earth. And I'm like, he's, he seems like he knows a lot about pop culture and culture in general. Like he's yeah. very cool. Like he was a cool guy, but I, this was before I knew his background or anything. Like I, I had no idea who he was or what his, you know, in real life career was. I just thought like, that sounds like someone that I, I respect and very level-headed or whatever. And, and then I found out he was a music producer and um, that, and I found out about his project and that's the type of person that I want to support because in NFTs, it seems to me that the founder is the heart and soul of a project. So um, it's, it's almost like the NFTs are an extension of the founders. So the, whatever Vicente is putting out, I, I wanted to be a part of because I, I just connected with, with him as a person. And, and, and I like to sense of humor and his commentary and all that type of stuff. And, and the community he was building is top notch. So 
so yeah, he's, and then and then he happened to be on Turtle Moon Launchpad. Like I was already like intrigued by patches and 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 H Barmery. So I was like, this this is cool. And you know, there's uh, H Bar Shady's on there. Um, uh, you got uh, Lazy Superheroes. I mean, it goes on and on. A lot of know, good projects that we've hosted. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> there's like literally all of them are 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 really nice. So um, yeah. I kind of rambled there, but yeah, big ZZ fan. <laughs> and he's, he's coming up with some, some fun things to do, like the chugging contest and yeah. all that. So I did that too. I'd like to close <laughs> things off with just the future of Hangry. So the, the future, future of your hangry. brand. Yeah. That's, that's, that's um, a big part of it is we're building a brand. So Hangry is the name of the brand. So right now, I'm working on the Hangry Barboons. It's uh, 4,444 art, digital art collectibles that are going to be the genesis, in a sense, a genesis. Like, I feel like it's the beginning of of something more. You know, it's going to, what's going to, what's going to launch Hangry into the future. So, um, what I, what I want is to be involved in Hedera for many years to come. And, what we can do to leverage technologies that are being offered on the space. Like I've been listening to a lot of um, Twitter spaces and we've got people like HBAR Suite, you've got um, Hash Tools, Turtle Moon. Um, we've got a lot of DEXs coming online. Um, and so you've got DeFi, you've got tokens and, and, that all being said, there's a lot of stuff coming into the to the ecosystem that as a creator, you can leverage. But you also, from my point of view, have to s- do what I know, right? And what I know is, is like creating really cool art and branding and being like a part of the community. So that's where we're starting, right? And then you look around and you, you got to look at other successful projects and you take inspiration from them. And in a sense, you emulate them. Uh, at least for me, and then you could do other creative things that maybe people don't see coming. Um, and and those are things that I can't say now because they would yeah. spoil the surprise. But but in a sense, it's like you're always watching and you're always um, looking for the good opportunity to build on the brand that you're making. And and people are excited about it, right? Um, yeah. So so that's what I can say for now. Yeah. You're always <laughs> learning, watching, and adapting. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, pick up pick up a uh, pick up a gold banana coin while you can. Not financial advice. <laughs> or enter our giveaway to win one. <laughs> yeah, or in our giveaway, or uh, you can also support by buying Hangry's merch. Which surprise, surprise, he is the creator. Welcome to my amazing hair of this uh, amazing hat, which is probably backwards, but hey, it's all good. Hey, maybe we'll held up better than the Camry collab. Even can. That'd so nice. uh, definitely, <laughs> definitely worthwhile. The yellow on the eyes has remained crisp and vibrant, even after throwing it at a camera for mm, 30 when, episodes. When did, you guys, when, did you guys start, when did you guys start this podcast? Do you remember the date? Like uh, first episode? Uh, I can give you how many months ago, but I don't yeah. remember the exact date. I know, that, I know that Corbin's been wearing <laughs> yes. the hat. I think since the very first episode. Am I wrong? 
Well, yeah. our very first episodes, we were not reco- filming. Yeah, uh, I think the first episode that we started audio. filming. Oh, true. I remember that. You guys weren't on video the first few episodes. Yeah. February 3rd, we released nice. episode Damn. one XRP. Nice. You've been at it for a while. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad you guys stuck with it. Yeah. Consistency is yeah, key. Me too. That's, that's what I've told Corbin ever since the beginning. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, but so without I a think, doubt, it's been I a true pleasure. Guys, Oh yeah, it's been a pleasure. Eventually, someone's gonna have to interview you, both of you. So That's what I was thinking a, too. That'll be a good be cool. episode. Yeah. 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 We uh, <laughs> we think about we even think about that. It would be cool to go on either uh, the the Pixel Ape Robot Club, the park uh, inter- uh, podcast that they do, or to go on uh, Phil's Mint and Drops yeah. podcast. Phil's Mint and so Drops. I think I think either one, one would be good. Phil's a very very stand up guy. Really like him. He's great. I mean, sure. same with the park guys too. They're they're great individuals too. Yes, can't indeed. go wrong either yes. way. I know. We'll soon be having our own NFT drop, and that'll be a great experience to talk about that one. I, without a doubt, know the artwork will turn out phenomenal. I believe it will be quite quite fantastic as well. Um, but you'll just have to that. wait and find out next episode. <laughs> <laughs> On the next season of the Alt Games. <laughs> we can't end this season without uh, Vicente. Yeah, I know. We're, we're oh, not yeah. allowed to end it without Vicente. You got to get him on soon. I mean, he's he's launching in October. I know. Yeah. He keeps well. He keeps clowning us. He's like, "What are you gonna have have me on?" And we're like, "Okay, we'll have you on on this day." And he's like, "No, I don't really. I don't really think this is the right <laughs> time." that day. He's like, "I want to release more information first. Like, uh, I asked him to. He's, <laughs> he, I, so I asked him in his Discord. I'm like, "Hey, if we're gonna interview you." You need to have on the green ski mask with the sunglasses on. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. But that's going to require two chugs. I'm like, my, bro, my family watches this. I can't be doing that. <laughs> do they really? Yeah. Yeah, they that's do. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I think my little brother does sometimes, but I couldn't tell you my rest of my family does. <laughs> well, let's make this one go viral. I agree. I'm so down. I think it will. I mean, we have the president on for Pete's sake. It better go viral. I snapped a couple of clips. We'll get those around the Twitter heads. Yeah. So I'll, I'll uh, you guys just let me know who the winner of the golden banana coin is and we'll get that sent out. Of course. Bueno. Got to get that giveaway started once October this video goes 15th. live. Yes. Hangry. So wait, it's the 15th you said? Yeah, October 15th is the whitelist mint date. And okay, so we got to get that out sooner. All right, we got time though. And how much are how much are they per mint? 444 H bar. I should have guessed. It's <laughs> a great price. <laughs> Why even bothered asking? Cool. Well, I have to definitely save up some bars for that. Yes. Good, good, good. good. It's been a true pleasure, Hangry. We appreciate you coming on the podcast. It's finally happened. Yes, yes. We'll, we'll do it again sometime. Yep, and yes. I'll be around. I'll be back in. Uh, I'll be back in uh, Florida for Christmas. Oh, awesome! All right, we'll meet Ooh, up. An IRL episode? Maybe <laughs> we could get we the should, dude. Yeah. We could get uh, freaking. We get everybody on it. We can get the ruler on there. Yeah, the ruler. The dude is like a, a Florida convention. You know, something like a big a presidential up. convention. I'm yeah, down. Yeah, I'm we, down. We got to do that. All in the works. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the All Kings Podcast, and we will see you next episode.
Peace.